Greetings and salutations, sports fans nationwide. You have entered the Sports Opinion Log podcast. I'm your host, the People's Sportscast, Lex Anderson, talking about all things NBA. In particular, last night, Pau Gasol from Spain, number 16, his jersey forever immortalized by the Lakers as it was hung into the rafters last night as a part of the halftime ceremony between the Lakers and the Memphis Grizzlies. I will get into the game in a minute. But first, let me take a moment to acknowledge Pal Gasol, two-time NBA champion, six-time NBA All-Star, NBA Rookie of the Year, two-time FIBA Europe Player of the Year. Pal Gasol also came very close to leading Team Spain to Olympic gold versus Team USA and Kobe Bryant. It was very sad, of course, seeing Pau Gasol being there without Kobe Bryant, who had the foresight to predict that one day Pau Gasol's jersey number 16 would be hung up next to his which it is number 24 and number 16 will forever be together, not just in NBA history, but within the Lakers organization. And of course, it always just makes me think back to how much I miss Kobe Bryant and Pal Gasol with his beautiful wife and daughters and uh, Vanessa Bryant Jeannie Buss, Phil Jackson, it was star-studded. Everyone was there. Powell had both of his 2009-2010 championship rings, one on each hand. It was beautiful and a sight to see. Uh, Shout-out to Mitch Kupchak, who had made the trade that brought Powell Gasol to the Lakers. A true steal from the Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, yes, Powell Gasol's brother Mark Gasol was also there in attendance. And that forever changed the trajectory of the Lakers. Because, you know, back during that time, Kobe Bryant was fed up. He wanted to be traded by the Lakers. He wanted to be traded to the Chicago Bulls. But Mitch flew overseas to speak to Kobe, told him to give him time. And he pulled off a deal, which we are all better for. All of us being Laker Nation are all better for Pal Gasol. The one thing that I never quite understood back then being a young sport fan was all of the talk about Pal Gasol not being tough enough, not wanting it enough. Pal Gasol was a very tough player. There were some nights even I would be watching the Laker games and he would be doing his dang and then When you read the box score, it's like, wow, this guy put together a (laughs) double-double. And I would be sitting there watching like, really? He grabbed like over 15 rebounds? Didn't recall him working the boards like that. But he did his job and is forever an NBA champion. So to that, Pal Gasol, I say thank you, who during his prime was the Michael Jordan of Spain, like his international appeal. Uh, sadly, people here in America, I think, never truly 
appreciated the player, his presence, or the impact that he had on the game. He truly was one of the early pioneers. People always talk about Dirk Nowinski. But you never hear Pal Gasol, again, who was the Michael Jordan of Spain in his prime, in his heyday. But I guess that's why I'm here, the people sportscaster, to let it be noted that Pal Gasol is truly one of the early pioneers who should be mentioned at the forefront when you talk about great international players. It's not just Dirk Nowinski and Yao Ming. It's also Pau Gasol, easily top three, if not top five, when you talk about the early introduction of international players into the American NBA game. And speaking of players and appreciation not being given enough, last night the Lakers did get the 112-103 final score victory over the Memphis Grizzlies. A dominating double-double put up by Anthony Davis. 30 points, 22 rebounds. He becomes the first Laker to drop multiple 30-plus points and 20-plus rebound games in a season since Shaquille O'Neal in 2003-2004. The Memphis Grizzlies on their end have now lost three in a row and are 0-2 without John Morant, who earlier today... It was said that he will be out another four games for the Memphis Grizzlies, but he won't be given the 50 games that I was hoping for because there was no evidence pertaining to the gun in his possession on his IG Live. But I'm fine with that because you know what? The extra four games that he will be without, the team has allowed the Sacramento Kings to take the number two spot. So I continue to look for the Grizzlies' free fall to continue in the absence of their clearly immature leader. And I'm fine with that. People were saying that I want to see a black man thrown into prison. Not really. He's a celebrity. We know that John Morant wasn't going to receive any real jail time. Come on now. And there was also another exciting game last night between Oklahoma City, the OKC Thunder, Golden State Warriors. OKC gets the 137-128 victory over the Warriors despite Curry dropping 10 three-pointers on the night. Shy Gillis-Alexander, SGA, did his damn thing with 33 points. Josh Giddy having the seventh triple-double of his career. OKC's trying to get a playoff spot. But how about Giddy? 17 points, career-high 17 assists, and 11 rebounds. I will place this loss on the shoulders of Jordan Poole, who did not step up when his team needed him the most. Jordan Poole only had 11 points off the bench, while everybody else for the Warriors contributed. As for the Warriors, their road woes continue. It is their seventh straight loss 
on the road. That won't get it done in the playoffs. But again, the playoffs are a different animal. A different species, if I may say. So, yeah. Good job, OKC. Uh, but of course, they're trying to hang in there for a playoff spot. Pretty scary. But right now, also got to give props to Anthony Davis. Who willed the Lakers to a playing spot. They're currently in ninth. It's a beautiful day to say. In the absence of D'Angelo Russell, ankle, and LeBron James out with the right foot injury, his tendon. <sighs> so thankfully, Anthony Davis is holding it down. And I will come back to talk about Anthony Davis because there have been too many of the ignorant masses and the sheeple. Brain like the mindless cattle that they are, chatty parrots, emulating Charles Barkley, an overweight fat Republican who had called Anthony Davis street clothes, mocking him, even though we know that Anthony Davis has played in more games than Kawhi Leonard. But yet no one calls him street clothes. I guess because Kawhi is as quiet as a puppet, he says nothing except to soak up millions of dollars by the LA Clippers while doing nothing for for that team. Currently Oakland City currently there's actually a three-way tie for the 10th spot between the Pelicans, OKC and the Portland Trailblazers. However, sadly for the Pelicans, it looks like Zion Williamson will not be back by mid-March like they were forecasting but of course they're not saying when he really will be back as far as I'm concerned Zion Williamson put him out for the rest of the month of March if not the regular season in my opinion I believe he's done for they're just smoke screening and not telling us the truth about his status his diagnosis and when he will truly be back the New Orleans Pelicans are suckers. They gave him hundreds of millions of dollars. And of course, yeah, Zion makes the Pelicans exciting when he's there. But more often than not, he has not been available. We also have um, the Dallas Mavericks getting past the Utah Jazz 120-116 final score. As Kyrie Irving drops 17 of his 33 points in the fourth quarter. Luka Doncic, 29 points and 10 rebounds. Oh yeah, Kyrie Irving lit them up in the fourth quarter. And of course, each loss for the Utah Jazz makes it possible for the Lakers to continue to keep climbing. So Dallas... Began the day in 7th place, but finished the ninth in 5th place as the Mavericks improved to 3-5, and five, in which Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic are playing together. But that's really not much of an improvement. 3-5, and five, they're not even at 500. So we're going to need two more wins to say that the pairing of these two will be a success. 
But again, all that matters to me is that the Lakers are able to chip, chip, chip away at the bigger picture. And speaking of bigger picture, we had the Charlotte Hornets snapping the New York Knicks nine-game win streak. Final score, 112-105, which was very shocking. Because who would have thought the Hornets of all people, especially here in New York. Kelly Oubre, 27 points. Terry Rozier added 25. Knicks are saying that they just ran out of gas. As far as I'm concerned, they're millionaire athletes, professional players. As a matter of fact, I had so- saw something on Twitter from Josh Hart talking about 12-hour days and the road trip. But at the end of the day, I'm sure there are millions of, of Americans who are out here working one, two, and three jobs. One, two jobs and going to school, trying to get a degree. I'm sure they're tired too. Just the way I tire. I'm tired too. I'm tired of these NBA millionaires, these so-called professional athletes who are marketed as being the best basketball players in the world. I'm tired of hearing them talking about them being tired. What what are these 12-hour days that they're talking about? You get the best medical staff. You get the best beds. You get the best travel. NBA players aren't booking their flights. They get on a team plane. What's so tiring about being a professional ball player? I would really like to know. Yeah, you have the team meetings, got the team shoot around, and after the team shoot around, you get to have physical therapy. You get to have uh, sports therapists someone to talk to, what could be so physically grueling about being a professional NBA player? (laughs) It's so sickening. God, earning hundreds of millions of dollars. And again, your meals are covered. You're not paying for breakfast or lunch. The team's got you covered. You live a cushy life. You get the best hotel rooms, you get the best bedding, you get the best pillows, whether at home or on the road. And I'm sure when you go home, you go to your beautiful million dollar estate. What could be so tiring about being an NBA professional ball player? I would really like to know. And speaking of liking and knowing, I myself am out four to six weeks. I had foot surgery. I've been watching First Take. And I came across, which will be in closing, I came across that big oaf, that loudmouth Kendrick Perkins, claiming that NBA voters are racist when it comes to NBA voting. J.J. Reddick is trying to be as diplomatic as possible. Talking about what an honor and a privilege it is to be on first take. As if they're really solving world problems. You have that blustery know-nothing Stephen A. Smith who just screams and yells as if his point is valid. 
And then you have the big of Kendrick Perkins, who thinks that by screaming and yelling that he's making a valid point, which he is not. Kendrick Perkins was rude and cutting off J.J. Reddick, who's trying to make a valid point to knock off the disclaimer by Kendrick Perkins, the big oaf who doesn't deserve his platform. (laughs) He's not an accomplished NBA player. He was carried to his one championship, I believe, with the uh, Boston Celtics. Screaming, that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Or it's a fact. But yet they corrected him. Or I should say Molly corrected him earlier today. As the NBA publicly announced the voters each year. And after review, it's clear the panel is much more diverse than what was portrayed by Kendrick Perkins. And they had to correct that. Or Molly had to correct that earlier today on first take. Which is... As much as a junk garbage show is undisputed, I really don't know how real sports fans can watch these trash-ass talk shows. On Undisputed, Skip and Shannon were talking about LeBron not attending the game because clearly he's out three weeks with a foot injury. He's watching his son, Bronny, play the last of his high school games. And that's news? As Skip is like, well, I'm sure if he could have played with the team, he would have been there. What are you talking about? The reality is that LeBron is not there. He's out for three weeks. What are you possibly talking about? Shannon and Skip know nothing outside of LeBron and the Lakers, but yet they get paid millions of dollars to sit across from each other And spew the same tired bullshit day after day after day. I'm glad I'm a free thinker. And I'm glad I'm not a puppet. I'm glad I have my own form to talk about sports. Because those two knuckleheads on Undisputed, on top of the trash takes of Stephen A. and the big oaf Kendrick Perkins, amount to nothing. Well, sports fans... Until next time, Lex Anderson signing out.